You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about what's projected to be the number one overall pick. And I know we got a lot of subscribers that are Patriot fans that have started following this channel over the last several months because, well, we talk about the Patriots a lot on this channel. And the Patriots are in the middle of a horrible season. I mean, an absolute trash fire of a season. Tire fire. It's so ugly, and a lot of Patriot fans are out on Mac Jones and are ready to move off of Mac Jones, and they're having visions of Caleb Williams dancing in their heads. But there's been a report come out by way of pro football talk that if I'm a Patriots fan or a a fan of any team in the league, it would give me real pause in drafting this guy because, point of fact, I'm not giving you equity ownership in any uh, any team in the NFL. I'm just not. All right? I mean, Tom Brady right now, and we'll get to that at the end, or not at the end, but towards the middle of the video. I'm going to talk about the fact that Tom Brady and his Raiders ownership is in flux right now. The ownerships are not down with it. And there's also a rule in the NFL where players can't own equity in a team. Aaron Rodgers tried to get equity in the Jets and could not get it. Okay? Could not get it because you can't play and have ownership in a team. That can't happen. So check this out, guys. Um, and there's, look, there's a lot of fire out there around the fact that he has talked about potentially not playing for certain teams. I don't love that. Uh, I understand it's a big deal to have stable ownership. When you come out in the NFL draft, we have seen when stable ownership and good draft picks go together, you get something that looks like Patrick Mahomes a lot of times. Um, but And you can also see like bad ownership, the Spanos, they have Justin Herbert, very damn good quarterback, I think. But they didn't hire an offensive coach, and you're sort of seeing the the regression. And you're seeing it with Mac Jones right now. I mean, their ownership is good, but without that offensive flavor and talent, there's regression. The NFL curiously slammed the door on teams giving equity to players or employees before anyone ever tried to do it. Since posting an item on the issue earlier tonight, we've caught wind of two players who were hoping to score a slice of ownership. Per multiple reports, the representatives of USC quarterback Caleb Williams has been making it known to prospective agents that Williams wants partial ownership of the team that selects him in 2024 if he declares for the draft. Likewise, a league source tells PFT that Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers attempted to secure equity in his contract discussions with the Jets. Not unusual for a player after they retire post-ownership, like Brady's attempting to do, but not while you're playing. The Jets never had to say no because the league did it for the Jets and every other team last week. It feels like an antitrust violation. 
and it's potentially collusion. If giving a player equity is not prohibited by the CB, uh, CBA, Collective Bargaining Agreement, and if the new rule was passed without bargaining between the league and the union, actually, that could be an angle for attacking this. It's quite possibly collusion on its face. If it was possible to give players equity before the NFL recently changed the rules, if the NFL changed the rules regarding negotiating with the union, the decision to prevent all teams from giving equity amounts to collusion. So Florio is calling this out as something that potentially can be fought by fought by the teams and that the NFL is actually colluding and trying to prevent this from happening. I just don't know. I mean, look, 6-1-218, of course, he's a Heisman winner. Caleb Williams ran up against a bona fide, show enough, big-time defense, something you don't see a lot in college football this past weekend in Notre Dame, and he got destroyed. He got absolutely destroyed. Now, 62%, 199 yards, three interceptions when he ran up against Notre Dame who actually plays defense in college football, something you just don't see very much. Now, there's a lot of things I like about Caleb's game. There is. I mean, he's got he's got nearly 4-1 to one touchdown, well, a really 4-1 to one touchdown interception ratio. By the time we get to the end of the year, he's going to have played in at least 30 college games for a big-time program. But we also know at Oklahoma and at USC – you're throwing to receivers that are going to be in the NFL, and a lot of them are wide-ass open. We know those windows close when you get to the NFL. So let's go over to Tom Brady because this ownership situation for him has been uh, crushed as of right now. The NFL owners are not expected to ratify his minority ownership status at the meetings October 17th, 18th in New York as concerns have arisen about Brady getting a stake at a steep discount. The outlet cited a source as saying Brady could unlikely be approved by the league's finance committee at the given price and said it was unclear whether Brady would be willing to increase his bid. The story specified that Brady would be purchasing a stake between 5 and 10% of the franchise and the estimates of the league finance committee were that he would be receiving a discount relative to market value of up to 70%. Wow. 30 cents on the dollar is what he was going to be able to buy in to the Raiders at. And look, it does give the Raiders uh, some ownership a certain public ownership boosting that that sort of needs to happen for the the uh, for Mark Davis. Um, the league would love to get Mark Davis out and have some hot shot come in there like Robert Kraft or or like Jerry Jones or like Stan Kroenke and buy the Raiders because they're one of the biggest national brands in the foot in the National Football League. This is it. Quote: It can't happen at that price. A source came out and said. The exact dollar amount of what the league believes the ownership stake would be wasn't disclosed, but Forbes has the most recent valuations of the Raiders at $6.2 billion. The commanders just sold to Josh Harris for $6.05 billion. 
I think if the Raiders go up for sale, if they went up for sale, you're talking about $7 billion. That's where I think the Raiders, because of their, their branding, brand new stadium, beautiful stadium, location, Vegas, the whole nine, you're going to get a premium price, and they don't want Brady. Look, these these people that have bought ownership stakes in some of these teams, like the Commanders, Magic Johnson, they had to pay market value to get their piece of the ownership. So right after doing that, David Tepper, Josh Harris, these guys that just bought teams don't want Brady getting this massive discount. And I don't blame them because they just had to come up with the money on their own. Um, so I don't think this is going to happen. By the way, that keeps the door open for Brady coming back, even though he's saying he's not coming back. Uh, so there's that. Also, there is already, already mock drafts out there that are starting to propose the Caleb Williams New England Patriots thing. Okay, Nick, Nick Schultz, a writer at on3.com, has the New England Patriots taken the Panthers' position in the 2024 draft, trading some assets for the number one overall pick from the Chicago Bears. Interesting, Schultz predicts that the Panthers would have the number one overall pick, but because it was dealt, they dealt their 2024 first-round pick in the Bryce Young deal, that pick actually belongs to Chicago. While he doesn't go into detail concerning what the Patriots would give up, one would assume it would be something to what uh, similar to what Carolina gave up for Young, but likely a more lucrative package given Williams' prowess as a prospect compared to the ex-Bama QB. And I'm going to tell you, that hasn't looked great. Now, I can tell you right now, uh, just based on that, like if, if Chicago ends up in that position, they're taking Caleb Williams, okay? They're not going to stay with Justin Fields. They're, I, I think they are slowly but surely realizing they're out on that. And that draft could end up being a monumental F-up in the history of NFL drafts. Mac Jones, who looked like he hit, could end up being a bust. Justin Fields, bust. Trey Lance, oh, historically bad bust. Trevor Lawrence is the only one that looks like he hit out of that draft. That tells you how uh, inexact this science is and also makes you think about next year's draft, which is considered the deepest quarterback draft in the history of football. Penix Jr., Knicks, Drake May, Caleb Williams, and there's others out there, folks. There's two or three, four more quarterbacks that will go in the top probably three rounds. I mean, there's ten draftable quarterbacks. Easy. Tell me what you think. Caleb Williams wants ownership. If you're a Patriots fan, are you willing to give him an ownership stake to play for the Patriots? Luckily, it looks like the NFL is going to step in. Also, are you great with the fact that the that he might draw a line as to what teams he wants to play for? I'm not real thrilled about that either, to be honest. Because once that really starts... Yikes. I do not want the National Football League becoming the NBA. I don't. I don't want divas everywhere, especially at quarterback. Quarterback needs to be fundamentally sound and calm. Jesus. 
Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.